to Not Just Bop, the podcast from Winchester Student Union. You're here with your three sabbatical officers. My name's Megan. I'm president. I'm Vic, your vice president, education and welfare. And I'm Ellen, vice president, activities. We're here this week with a Diversity Week special. So it is Diversity Week 2021. We're really excited to be able to be putting this on. So this week we thought we'd just do a special on the week and talk about all of our diverse students that we have here. So to let you know about a little bit about Diversity Week, um, it's not something we've done for a couple of years um, <laughs> because of COVID and various other reasons. Um, but this year we kind of rethought our approach and we've taken the theme of celebrating our amazing diverse student body um, and kind of just shouting about people's stories and the people who make up our community um you know we we've got all of our representational networks we've got all of our kind of diverse student groups from all of the widening participation work that goes on you know we have students who are parents students who are carers international students there's so so much diversity at Winchester and actually it's that that makes Winchester amazing. So we wanted to celebrate it. Uh, we've got some really exciting stuff going on. Uh, we've been working with our representational networks a lot, haven't we, Elle? We have, and I'm so excited to hear more from them um, throughout Diversity Week. I'm super lucky that I work super closely with um, our representational networks and all the fab students that make those communities up. So I'm just really looking forward to them sharing their stories with more people um, and telling everyone why they've chose Winchester, what living in Winchester is like for them. And um, I think it'll be really good. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. And it is so nice that we're able to kind of shout about the work that our representational networks are doing as well. So I'm excited about that too. Uh, we've also got some allyship blogs. So um, they've been led by some amazing students who are writing about how we can all be better allies, better friends students from different diverse backgrounds so make sure you have a look out for those um we've also got some uh, mental health kind of work going on in the week as well haven't we Vic? yeah so i think it's really important to sort of know that diversity doesn't just come under certain sections and um, people with varying um difficult mental health issues um also come under this scheme as well so i think it's really great that our um, student advisor can put this on for um, the students going through this and so we can all just learn a little bit more about the difficulties of mental health and being there as a friend and an ally. Agreed, agreed. So yeah, we've got a look after your mate training session that you can engage with. Um, we've got allyship blogs, we're talking about our representational networks. Um, there's other events that you can get involved in. So it is a jam-packed schedule and we're really excited to be able to put it on for you guys. Um, so on that note, everything we do in the student union is student-led and we wanted Diversity Week to be absolutely no different. So for the rest of this podcast, we're going to be talking to different students who make up Winchester community, getting them to share their stories and talk about their experience. So we will leave you now with our wonderful students that we have interviewed um, and we hope you enjoy Diversity Week. So first up with our student interviews, we're talking to Julia. Hi, Julia. Hi. Um, so 
this first series of interviews is going to be talking about international students and the international student experience at Winchester, which is why we're chatting to Julia as an international student. Um, so Julia, do you want to just introduce yourself, kind of tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. Um, so I'm Julia. I am 22, soon to be 23. I feel very old. Happy um, birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm from Norway, uh, which is a country that Winchester has a lot of international students from. Um, so I feel like I'm representing a decent amount of people. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know, I get a lot of questions when I say that I'm an international student, like, why'd you choose to do that? Why'd you choose Winchester of all places? And it's just, just has a great, um, oh, what's it called? backsides of being an international student you can't always think of the words <laughs> international recruitment team that's what I'm trying yeah, to say yeah they have a great recruitment team um they work very well in Norway and that's that's kind of how I ended up at Winchester honestly it's not really deeper than that I can't really do my degree in Norway either oh really that's interesting yeah I just feel like England in general I don't know if this is just Norway but I feel like England in general has quite a wide variety of courses that you can study and a good like mixture of things because I do a combined course as well. I'm a second year anthropology and archaeology student currently. Mm, cool. Um, so yeah, I just ended up here kind of. Yeah, yeah. So how have you found your experience? Like you said, there's, there's you know, we have quite a lot of Norwegian students coming here. Um, so how have you found your experience as an international student and as a Norwegian student coming here? Well, it's it's been very good. I'd like to say that just like to preface everything. Obviously, yeah. COVID has happened, oh, um, sure. which no one could have expected. No one could have told anyone that that was going to happen. Um, I definitely from from what I've heard from international students from other places, it's we're definitely um, we get a bit of special treatment, it seems like, being, mm -hmm. because there's so many of us, you're very used to, or the university is very used to having us here. Um, it seems we might get like some perks. I don't know if they just have more information for us. They have like um, deals set up with us because of our student finance, how everything that works. And mm. because of that, and because I am Norwegian, I feel like it's worked very well for me. It's been super easy. Everything's just kind of, gone very well um gone smoothly yeah very smoothly uh i i think it does for most other international students as well it's just they kind of have to work a bit more for it themselves mm. Mm. Um, definitely probably something they could work on just to kind of yeah. even out everything um but yeah my experience personally has been great up until covid i definitely feel like there are things that could have been improved or <laughs> with covid for the uh, the global <laughs> pandemic being the biggest one, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just as an international student in a pandemic, it's kind of at times felt like the unis just kind of said, well, you chose to study internationally, it's not our problem. But yeah. we are still a part of this university and we choose to study internationally because we want that experience, not just the degree, we want the life experience, we want the experience of being in a different country, of Mm. Of, of seeing a different culture whatever you want to put in that and most people don't get that right now and yes we chose to do it um 
Yes, even with me, even though my degree isn't in Norway, I could have studied something else in Norway. I could have done yeah. it practically for free. But instead, I choose to come here and pay more than the English students because our tuition fees aren't capped like the English students are. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I still kind of feel like we're just kind of being put on the back burner at times. But I think from what I'm hearing, it is something that they are trying to improve on and that is, mm -hmm. they, they've heard the feedback. Um, but yeah. And I think I think you've hit you've really hit a nail on the head there because for diversity week what we're trying to do is about celebrating and I think it's so easy for us to sometimes forget you know we we do it a lot with the messaging that we send out around like where do your 9250 pound fees go and often we forget that actually international students are often paying a lot more or you know like the whole rhetoric of make sure you know you go home for christmas and it's like well some international students do go home for Christmas. Some international students don't go home for Christmas for whatever reason, whether it's they're too far from home to go home or whether it's they are from, you know, a culture that doesn't uh, celebrate Christmas. So I think we often forget that a lot of the time. And it's so easy for us to talk about the majority and forget the minority of students. And yeah. Yeah, to be fair, I do think it's it's fair to talk about the majority because obviously that is the majority. But mm -hmm. even just a mention of the fact that we know that there are others as well. Yeah. Um, and especially right now, if I'm quite lucky that I am back in Winchester, I am a practical course, so I'm also currently back in lectures. We'll see how long that lasts. We'll see how COVID goes. Um, but I know if you want to come back now as an international student, you have to pay like crazy amounts of money for two tests if you want to even get out of quarantine. Yeah. Um, if you don't want to just stay quarantined and then there's no point in coming back and then last minute plane tickets for because I'm obviously not the only international student on a practical course there are mm. four of us and some just aren't able to come back and we still pay um, which is fair enough like I'm not one of those people who's like we can't pay tuition because obviously people are still working mm. people still need to be paid but it's just there are differences and yes we are a minority of the students but we still are a part of the university and it would be nice to feel properly included even now for sure for sure yeah so i i mean that leads on quite nicely to the next question i was going to ask you which was as a community so whether that's the university the international recruitment team or whether that's actually just other students how can we help and how can we improve and what can we do to support international students more? I think in a normal year, um, it is quite good already. I feel like the university as a whole does a pretty decent job of including international students normally. I don't, it's difficult now because what can you do when we're spread all, we're all over the world. It's like Norway's fairly close, but like there are Asian students, there are American students, that's very generalizing, but like we're from all over the world. Mm, um, I understand, yeah. But especially considering, considering Diversity Week, if and when it happens in person again, it is something mm. that would be such a good thing to add on to that with different cultures, having people, if they're comfortable with it, obviously, and if they feel like it could be done respectfully and it would add to diversity and not just be an appropriation if they wanted to yeah. tell about their cultures, um, share their foods, their music, their 
dancers there are so Almost many like running like running like a cult like um I think we used to do it like a uh like a culture fair and like a celebration yeah. of cultures something like that yeah because even with domestic students there are so many cultures represented absolutely uh, that's not just internationals but um but yeah and I know the international student network already does a lot of that kind of thing normally but it's mm. normally just with the international students who are part of the network mm. and I think that'd be a nice thing to kind of carry on into something like diversity week where where more students that are domestic or yeah just in winch can come and join or even the local community to get them involved as well because that's mm. another Mm, absolutely yeah I think you've made some really good points Erin definitely and I'm glad that despite Covid <laughs> despite despite everything that's gone on you've still overall had a good experience but it's really good to hear ways that we can improve so thank you so much for talking to us um, and enjoy the rest of diversity week thank you I will do <laughs> Okay, so next up on our series of interviews, I'm chatting with Alicia. Hello, Alicia. Hi, Megan. <laughs> so, um, Alicia, do you just want to introduce yourself first? Tell us a bit about yourself. Yeah, of course. So, I'm Alicia Jukeman. I'm a 30-year-old, so apparently that makes me mature. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm an education studies second year student, and I'm also a commuter. Lovely stuff. So, um, Alicia, the reason I've been talking to you today, I mean, you're super engaged in the Race Equality Action Group um, and you've been kind of a, a catalyst for change, definitely. I've loved working alongside you in those groups. So really, as you, you know, you talked about the fact you're a commuting student, you're, you're mature, perhaps not self-defined, but <laughs> you're a mature student. Um, how, how's your experience been at Winchester? It's been interesting. Obviously, the pandemic kind of I've kind of had a split where I had my first year on campus and kind of your traditional kind of experience, if you like. And then obviously contrast that with the pandemic and all of the things that has brought in terms of homeschooling and trying to balance your kind of teams meetings and your lectures and keeping on top of yeah. your studies alongside my parental responsibilities. Um, but I suppose my first like impressions of Winchester being on campus was like it's really homely. There's a real like com sense of community there. Um, and as time's gone on, um, I think I've been searching for that kind of sense of belonging. And it seems really strange to think that during a pandemic, but kind of when you look around and you have that moment of realisation of, oh, hang on, there's not too many people that are like me in my sort of uh, across the board in my cohort or even as a, uh, lecturers or senior mm -hmm. management, etc. And obviously the work that we do in the Race Equality Action Group gives me the opportunity to sort of bring that to the table from a student perspective. Mm. Um, yeah, so everything that I do is kind of behind that lens of trying to see my more of my, not myself personally, but people that are in my position. I want more of them around me, if you like. Um, yeah, yeah. I think there's that kind of preconception of if you're a mature student, you've got loads of balls to juggle and you might not do as well because you're not as focused but I don't think that's true at all Um, I think actually the pandemic's kind of proved proven in a way that it is possible to juggle all of these things it's just kind of that perseverance that you need to push on 
Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And how have you found it? You talked a little bit about your parental responsibilities that you have to juggle. So how have you found that studying alongside being a parent? Obviously, pandemic has probably made it a lot harder. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. So there's been, I suppose my first year, it was more about kind of rushing back from lectures to do the school run and juggling, making sure I'm in the right place at the right time. And that's kind of shifted now to everything being at home and still having to be in the right place at the right time. So just (laughs) managing my time better, kind of doing phonics in the morning with my little boy and then jumping on teams. So it has been different, um, but in some ways the responsibilities are the same. It's just that now they've become virtual rather than in person. So there's been pros and cons in terms of travel time. Obviously being a commuter, you're relying on trains and rushing around from place to place. That's been taken away, but it's obviously been replaced with the fact that now everything's at home and it's got that magnifying glass of feeling kind of at home all the time and not having that separate building of okay this is university this is the library this is where I'm going to study now everything's at the desk so yeah yeah it's been it's been interesting um I think it's given me a new appreciation for the school run and all of those things that were taken away now I'm like I'm never going to moan about the school run again I'm gonna I'll be here <laughs> got a whole new lens to look at them through now so that's really interesting to hear so obviously you know you're you've talked a bit about being a mature student like the assumptions that come along with it that you you know aren't going to be able to achieve as well and you you know yeah you're doing a fantastic job of representing students who are like you because although this is the thing isn't it like you say you want to see more people like yourself studying what do you think is something that we as a university community so you know it's the university the student union your fellow students lecturers what can we do more of to support students who are like you i think it's about really considering with everything you do how it's going to affect different groups of people so not having a homogenous this is what this week's all about right is there's no homogenous student there's no typical student everybody has their own sort of home life their own challenges their age everything that comes with it um so i think it's about recognizing that whether it's in a lecture and you're giving an example making sure that example can be transferable across all the different kind of people that you have in the room Mm. um content wise making sure that all of your curriculum is is as diverse as it could be and we're not focusing on one set type of ideas um student union wise in terms of your events making sure i think you guys are really good at this anyway but making sure that your events speak to everyone because Mm. There is a time and a place for like individual groups where people can identify and find that sense of belonging, but also there needs to be that sense of community for everybody too. Um, And I think that's quite a a hard line to tread, but I think you guys do a really good job of it. But I think in terms of the university as a whole, just representing everyone, making sure in our comms that go out, whether it's on social media or prospectuses, making sure we have that real diverse, because the campus is diverse. It's mm. just maybe there's a little bit of lost in translation sometimes in terms of how diverse it is. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, I think you absolutely hit the nail on the head there by saying that we need to be speaking to everyone, you know, and yeah. it's it's making sure that our events speak to mature students, but then our you know of we're representing students who are disabled and then we're you know also having a space for international students so yeah it's about you're right it's it's you know 
we are hugely diverse as a student body, but we need to make sure that we're speaking to each of those different diversities in all that we do. Absolutely, definitely. I think that's a really good point about your events as well, just making sure that nobody's I think sometimes what can happen with your drive to inclusion it can accidentally exclude people without meaning to as well so just making sure everything's really thought through and actually is this for everyone can everybody come if they want to um Mm. and just asking that question will already like raise actually I don't think it's as inclusive for this person and then that will help you kind of work through those things but yeah I think definitely definitely working well Well, Alicia, thank you so much for chatting to me. It's been lovely. And I hope that uh, I hope now that schools have gone back, you're getting a little bit more (laughs) calm and make most of the chaos. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Thank you, Megan. Thanks, Alicia. So next up, we're chatting to Maisha. Hi, Maisha. Hi, Meg. Uh, Maisha is a current staff member. She works over in the Centre for Student Engagement and she was also a student here. So do you want to just introduce yourself a bit more than I've just done, Maisha? Yeah, no worries. So thank you so much for having me on on the podcast, Meg. Okay. So, feel like a VIP now. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so um, I'm Maisha. I am the um, Student Engagement Research and Projects Officer within the Centre for Student Engagement that kind of sits within our Careers and Opportunities Hub at the university. but yeah, I kind of um I, I started uh, my kind of journey in Winchester in 2014, mm. where I graduated in 2017 with a first class honors degree in sociology. Um, Amazing. And I feel like you never get to say that you got like a first class honors degree after you kind of graduate. Like when you're a student, it's all you're working towards, right? Yeah. Like you got a first yeah. class yeah, as well. Yeah, I did, yeah. <laughs> um, but I also won a faculty prize. And again, I don't feel like I get to like brag about that Me after too. graduation. I won, I won one as well. And I like, it's like on my sideboard in my living room and no one, ever, obviously no one sees it at the moment because, you know, COVID. Um, but yeah, no, I agree with you. You know, and I, I got the kind of graduation DVD where you get to see kind of like you shaking Alan Titchmarsh's hand because that's the moment you're all kind of working towards. Yeah. And I absolutely love hearing um, Angus Patterson, who's our dean of uh, um, HSS, say Maisha Islam with first class honours and um, winner of the Sociology Prize for Outstanding Result and Dissertation. And it's like music to my ears yeah. every time I hear him say that. I want I that it. to play when I die. <laughs> um, Amazing, yeah. But yeah, um, and then, you know, it wasn't a couple, a couple of weeks later, I, I graduated um, in 2017. I was doing a graduate internship again within the Centre for Student Engagement and um, something uh that I, I was saying to Meg about you know what was supposed to be a three-month internship which was all about getting the get involved kind of site up and running which is the place where all student opportunities at the university are kind of held um that just slowly turned into a three-year job and I was you know Meg and I were kind of just laughing about how students at Winchester once you're in you never seem to leave Winchester you never leave it gets its claws into you <laughs> I'm sure Meg will get like a job here at Winchester after you presidency I think I might be uh taking a break from Winchester (laughs) five years down the line but I was the same like you know I I was a student who like wasn't dead set on uni like I wasn't you know I was I'll I'm sure I'll like Winchester I'll just give it a go and here I am five years later been president of the SU for two years yeah 
I think it's amazing because, you know, um, I, and we'll sort of get into it later, but once you're kind of in Winchester, you know, you it really does kind of feel like a home. Everyone's so lovely and you really get that kind of community feel, which I don't think you can kind of get at most other universities. Mm, for sure. Um, but that's one of the things that I really love about Winchester that, you know, once you kind of, yeah, once you kind of know your kind of way around and stuff and you meet everyone everyone's just so lovely um and exactly like the relationship that we have like I work for the university but you work for the student union you know that still doesn't matter we're still we work incredibly closely and stuff like that and I do really love that about Winchester um but yeah um, alongside kind of my staff role I'm also I'm still a kind of student um I'm a part-time doctoral student um I like saying that more than I like doing it um it's, it's <laughs> what's your doctorate in so hopefully I will be, um, you know how you can do like a PhD, which is a doctor of philosophy. Yep. So I'm doing a, an EdD. So I would graduate with like a do be a doctor in education. Um, and I'm kind of at the pilot study kind of stage where I'm kind of testing out what do I want my, my massive thesis idea to be. Mm. Um, and that's currently looking at South Asian students sort of access and experiences of postgraduate research study. Because again, there's such a kind of, big underrepresentation of I guess people that look like me um mm. you know doing postgraduate research study mm. um and I also sit on the office for students student panel so the office for students is um the kind of regulator for English higher education so it really does enable me to have kind of like a, uh, represent students um, of colour so from mm. black Asian minority ethnic kind of groups as well as Muslim students like that's all of my what my application was kind of based around um, because again like the students that look like me you know I'm, um, South Asian so I'm Bangladeshi British Bangladeshi mm. um, overtly Muslim because I wear a hijab um, and yeah and I, I don't think voices like mine are always really heard um, or given a platform to be heard and I don't want that to be the experience of a lot of people that look like me so it's really great to have that kind of national kind of input I guess with my work with the office for students absolutely the work you do with the office for students it's I mean it's it's so wonderful being able to like work with you and then you having that input into the office for students yeah it's it's and super amazing work as well Meg haven't you with the office for students yeah I did a um I did a round table with them about the national student survey and then I also fed into their digital learning review I did like an interview about the experience at Winchester so yeah I've done a bit of work with them too but it's um yeah it's it's so good to have you on the student panel I know they've um the student panel are really being used this year aren't they <laughs> you guys they really are, are like, doing a lot of work we signed up for like four meetings <laughs> over the course of like one academic year and we, I think I already sat in like two meetings before our first official one. Um, we've been able to have a few meetings with the university's minister, Michelle mm -hmm. Donnellan. Mm -hmm. um, she's quite interested in in understanding students' experiences of of national lockdown and stuff. Um, and yeah, I think it's it's good to have that kind of line of communication because I don't think we would have gotten it otherwise. So mm. it's been really interesting work and I'm, I hopefully I can continue on for another year in that role as well. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure you will. So just you picked up there on, you know, about your thesis area and um, being a South Asian woman studying at Winchester. So overall, you know, what has your experience been like whilst you've been here? Yeah, no, I think, yeah, really great question um, and can only really speak for, for myself. It's probably not mm. the, 
experience of you know other kind of Asian students at, at the at the university or even other Muslim students so I guess um, in 2014 when I first started you know I was the only kind of um, I think South Asian kind of woman and mm. overt kind of Muslim I think there was another Muslim guy um, in in my class and so I kind of felt out of place anyway and yeah. the transition felt really hard because I was a commuting student as well um mm-hmm. first generation student like Meg I know you're also kind of first generation student like the the transition's so difficult mm-hmm. um when you first kind of arrive and um you know to be honest I did feel like it was harder because of the fact that I am not like the rest of the kind of typical student population at, at mm. Winchester you know where well, I think we're 90%, you know, white. Um, and I, I just felt like I did kind of stick out. And again, people would, on a, I think this is the thing, when you're a person of colour, you just know when someone's treating you in a certain way because of the fact that you, you know, you're quote unquote different. Mm. Like you can't always really put your finger on it. And I think that's the, that's one of the problems with kind of like, race and racism in a British kind of context whereas I think like in America it's really quite obvious whereas yeah. it's, it's so like underbelly but you know like you mm-hmm. know m- microaggressions are still quite a thing and um it's never quite overt but in the back of your head you just you just know and so I guess you know it still hasn't stopped you know I, I still kind of experience that um still as a sort of staff member and and student here but yeah kind of feeling really out of place and it wasn't until um maybe my second or third year that I thought again kind of where I I I kind of remember feeling like oh I'm gonna graduate soon and I don't really have anything to show for it and so I started getting involved in like extracurricular activities academic Mm. engagement activities and that's where I really felt like I could my like my confidence just you know increased Mm. Um, I was being asked to do stuff because one engagement I always think leads to multiple engagements so as a listener um, I took part in some Winchester hub kind of volunteering I was a student academic rep which was really cool Um, and I think all of that actually helped me get my graduate internship kind of place at Winchester anyway so I think it's it's a really good thing to to kind of get involved with because then it naturally leads to kind of more developmental kind of opportunities but mm. but yeah I can there are so I uh, there is there are so many kind of like microaggressions and kind of like instances of just you know inappropriate behavior um from students and staff when when I was a student um at Winchester but actually I think you know um I can see a lot of progress that's been made Meg uh from, mm. from the university mm. like mm. um I really loved how we put out like the anti-racism kind of statement. Um, you and I both sit on the race equality action group. Mm. Um, and so for that gives me like a channel again to kind of like advocate for the needs of, of again, kind of students of color, particularly students from Muslim backgrounds. So um, I raised the issue of prayer spaces, you know, Megan, yeah, yeah. in one of our meetings, the fact that they're, they're, it's, it's not in, like they're inadequate. Yeah, um, yeah. And, you know, our assistant vice chancellor, you know, Sam Jones just, you know, wasn't aware that this was an issue and, and apologised. You know, I felt really like, oh, my gosh, you know, one of the more kind of senior members of, of the university, you know, is apologising. And, and you know, I've been invited now to meetings that um, 
that are looking at our prayer spaces. So hopefully there's going to be a place up in West Downs and also kind of like updated provisions on the King Alfred's campus. But yeah, I feel like I mean, that's a, that's amazing that you've I mean, you know, like like you said, it's it's a real shame that they were inadequate and it's a shame that you had to have that conversation. But it's really good that there's that action from it. Definitely. And I think um, it really speaks to the group. You know, it's it's got action in, in the title. And and then I get to meet some like really amazing students that I wouldn't be able to do. Like, you know, you've had Alicia kind of speak on, on mm. the podcast. Mm. Absolutely amazing students that, you know, despite the, some of the experiences that, that we go through, it's it empowers you to like, I don't want to I want to be a change. I want to I want to make a difference. Mm. But again like it shouldn't just fall on our students' shoulders you know 100%. um you and I are both in positions where we can have influence and where we should be doing this kind of work you know um and so I'm just really passionate to kind of ensure that the feelings that I've definitely faced of like alienation not feeling like I belong here not feeling like the issues that are really important to me and other Muslim students in particular those don't go unrecognized I'm really just passionate about bringing that to the forefront whilst I'm at Winchester and absolutely yeah and you do a great job of it oh thanks gal <laughs> no, yeah. you're welcome and I think you know what it's it's amazing that we have the likes of yourself Maisha and you know Alicia and other members of like REAG who are super active in being that change like you say but that's as well where things like you know I sit on REAG I'm a, you know a white cis woman um, and we in the student union, uh, we've we've talked about it open, quite openly. We have a history of being very white, but that is where we need to be good allies. And I think that's something we've talked about during, and we're going to be talking about during Diversity Week, is actually how do you be a good ally, and how how do you, you know, never ever speak for, like you know, never ever do it do it that way round. But actually, you're advocating for, you know, proper equality and just not like injustices on campus. So I I hope that, you know, it's I hope that we have you for so much more longer because you're an amazing driving force for change. But I think it's so important that we embed those kind of that nature of being a change maker in everything that we do and in all positions of leadership within the university. I think you really. Yeah, I think you really hit the nail on the head, Meg, um, because personally I I can't remember a time uh, like a place in time that we're actually having conversations about race or we're actually having conversations about like things like white privilege and stuff like that the conversation has moved on Mm. into such a a way that it it feels like everywhere you know it's a it's a conversation everyone needs to be involved in but you know with the things like Black Lives Matter and the like the murder of George Floyd that's really gotten us into a place where everyone feels that these are important and yeah you know for people like me we know that they've been important for so long so it's really great to kind of I guess capitalize on the on the momentum but you know what you've just said is it's about structurally embedding change Mm. you know it's not you know hopefully if if I if I were to ever leave Winchester I want to still know that the work that I do the 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 students and staff that I still advocate for that's not going to stop so it doesn't need to just be with a single it's like with you and your presidency you know you're gonna you're gonna hand over to um to Karis and Mm. I'm sure you know um she'd be just as great as you in, in advocating all those things it's about making sure that we've got the structure in place that 
will continue this kind kind of work definitely. Yeah, the work isn't lost or you know the the ball stops rolling eh Marsha? <laughs> that was your um your... yeah you gave me it my campaign slogan I remember you giving it to me I think the first time you ever met me when I was in office and you oh said oh, when you rerun you should definitely use the slogan keep the ball rolling and I thought I've banked that I've banked that until I rerun you know <laughs> I love that I'm gonna take credit of that Meg I'm like yeah I'm the reason why Meg won her yeah, re-election my landslide second year votes you can take credit for that for sure <laughs> <laughs> so I mean we've talked a little bit about like ways that we can improve um Winchester when it comes to diversity inclusion equality we've talked a little bit about that but for other students like yourself you know like you said you don't want that work to stop and you want other you know South Asian students but also students from other backgrounds not to feel alienated what do you think as a university community so you know the university the student union students what more do you think we can do to help support other students who are from diverse backgrounds yeah I think that's a really great question and I think so there's definitely like kind of like large scale change that again kind of needs to happen like we've talked about processes and procedures and you know um for example you know in, in like in any committee make sure that there's a you know a good representation of voices um and how can you protect that um or ensuring that if you don't have all those voices around the table constantly ask yourself who's not being represented and then that's a really good kind of like reminder of of making sure that you're you're acknowledging kind of quote unquote silent voices um but then i think there are so many micro things that we can we can all do so um you know if you're a student and you're in class we kind of know that classes are they naturally kind of they're racially they they get racially segregated like you know um black students will sit with black students and white students will sit with white students you know maybe just and the reason why you know again I would say black students and other kind of students of color sit together it's because they I've heard so many experiences of you know students trying to kind of you know um, branch out but then have not they've just been met with indifference or it hasn't been reciprocated so then they just you know everyone just sort of sits yeah. where they, they kind of are just take a moment and think actually who's I, I want to hear another perspective you know I want to um hear what someone who doesn't look like me kind of that that what's their experience or yeah. um you know it's um even like really little things that we can do to Im embed kind of diversity in everything that we do so I remember you know your your predecessor Tally he arranged kind of like um posters advertising halal sandwiches mm. um in the student union um because Winchester like our catering team don't really serve halal food and that was such a small but kind of powerful kind of action I remember a Muslim student is kind of saying to me do you know what it was really nice seeing that post outside the student union shop because it made me feel represented yeah and I think that's the thing in everything that we do we need to ensure that students can see themselves being appropriately represented and then we can make everyone feel like this is a space for me because it's so easy to walk around Winchester and think you know this isn't my space because there's not a staff member that looks like me. I can't eat in the catering yeah. for what I want, you know? Um, and so I think there's just such little ways of like, that we can ensure that, you know, it's just kind of reiterating, this is a space for ev for everyone. And, and we kind of, we welcome that. And I think, yeah, we're kind of slowly getting there. But then, you know, if we talk about 
campaigns and events you know you guys do some really great campaigns in the student union like you know boys do cry and this girl can you know what kind of campaigns can can we kind of do you know student union wise as, as well as the university you know that that represents a whole range of kind of like cultural and diverse issues that our student population face you know I think Absolutely. it's just always kind of remembering that I think is really really key what an amazing note to finish on I think you're yeah bang on we need to make sure that in everything that we're doing we're speaking to everyone and we're yeah you know appropriately representing going forward and I think you know if we're if we're going to make the change we need to see it Winchester that's how we're going to do it but Maisha thank you so much for speaking to me you've been fabulous as always Thanks so much, Meg, and, and no good luck with the rest of the, the podcast. I'm going to oh, be excited to listen to, to it back. So much. <laughs> Thanks, Maisha. See you later, Meg. So thank you so much to listening to this Diversity Week special of Not Just Bop. It's so wonderful to hear from so many students from our amazing community and you know people who make Winchester such a great place to be. So thanks very much for listening we hope you have a really good rest of your week uh enjoy diversity week engage and kind of explore what's going on and we will see you very soon for a new episode thanks everyone bye everyone bye everyone <laughs>